When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate, or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. Today's podcast is brought to you by RWJ Barnabas Health, the official healthcare provider of Rutgers Athletics. Hey guys, appreciate you uh, getting on. Um, moved on Sunday night, had good practice yesterday, and it's uh, all eyes on Indiana. Obviously a real good football team. Coach Allen's done a tremendous job uh, building the program. I uh, took over um, and is really built a program where you know they're a nationally ranked team Kevin Wilson was there before and did a great job so Indiana football has been on the rise here for a while this isn't a new thing uh, and I, I really like you know in watching all three phases I really like the the kind of team that coaches put together out there um, they play really hard and they're good in all three phases so it's a it's going to be a big challenge and uh, one that uh, we're looking forward to we're excited about coming playing in our stadium. Although we're not going to have many people here, we're going to have loved ones and uh, looking forward to to playing another game here in about five days. So with that, I'll open up to questions. We'll take our first question from Chris Eisman with Gannett. Hey, Greg, how are you? Doing well. How are you, Chris? Good, thank you. Um, obviously, after the win, there's some, you know, raised expectations, maybe more attention on the program right now. I mean, how do you kind of want to see your players respond to this, you know, throughout the week in practice and then leading into the game and, and how they handle this? Well, it's going to sound very coach speakish, but uh, that's that's what we've talked about all along is, you know, there's going to be highs, there's going to be lows. We have to be able to continue to, uh, you know, our word is we chop. You have to be able to chop and, and not get distracted by the bombs that are going off on your right and your left. So um, that's really, that's what we train them for. That's how we try to train ourselves. And uh, obviously every week in the Big Ten, as I said after the game, it's like the NFL in my opinion. 
uh, every week is a tremendous challenge. Can you be in it in the fourth quarter and have a chance to win? That's that's the goal. Thanks. Sergeant with NJ.com. Greg, the old coaching adage, uh, you make your biggest improvement from week one to week two. Uh, what Which uh, areas do you need to make the most improvements in? Uh, again, this will sound coach speakish, but in all areas. I mean, we, we are such a, a young, young group, and I don't mean necessarily by years of school. I just mean time together, right? It's been so choppy, and um, we don't have – forget what we don't have in. That That isn't – we need to get better at what we do have in. We don't really need to be moving into any new – new things right now because uh, our efficiency was uh, not what we're looking for uh, in certain areas and we need to improve that uh, and that's in all three phases so there's a lot to work on we tried to address some of those things last you know yesterday in our first day out after the game but uh, today the players are off and then uh, tomorrow we'll get right back at it next question is from Bobby Darren Scarlet Nation Coach, Olukunle Fatukasi won co-defensive player of the week. Can you just talk about his performance and what he brings to the table at that linebacker position? We certainly had a had a very good game. I think, you know, double-digit tackles, two two takeaways and a and a recovered fumble. So, um, or two forced fumbles and a recovered fumble, if I remember correctly. So, very, very happy for him. He's worked very hard. Um, but as you guys know, when we get to this point, those are nice. But once we put the, bed, the game to bed on Sunday, it's, it's all eyes on, on Indiana, and I'm sure 03 is, is in that same mode. Next question is from Tom Canavan with AP. Hey, Greg. Hey, Greg, how are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you, Tom? Good. Last weekend was your first trip out of your bubble. <laughs> and I'm wondering, since you got back, and we've talked so much about COVID-19, did you come back all healthy? Um, were there any blips or? Well, I'm, you know, once we got into the season, I told you guys I'm not going to really get into the COVID uh, medical where we are, yeses and nos. I was pleased with the way that everything went as far as procedurally uh, for the most part. You know, we wouldn't know yet, Tom, if we had a lingering effect from the trip, you know, but now we're getting into it. These next couple days, we're going to know. And I think I said it to you guys on an earlier call early on. Now I don't, I'm not sure this is still true, true, but early on the teams that were having in football, the teams that were having the troubles were teams that had returned from a road trip, five of the six. Now there's so many more now, but at the very beginning I was tracking that and that was certainly, a, you know, a concern of ours. And we worked really, really, diligently to try to take every precaution but you know as I've said all along you got to do all the right things and then you know who's kidding who you got to get a little lucky and um, but we'll we'll know a little bit more here as the as the week unfolds the next question is from James Cratch nd.com Greg I'm just curious uh, Indiana was a lot like you guys last week you know the offense took a lot of advantage a bunch of takeaways does that make it difficult to kind of game plan for them because they had so many short fields, you don't really necessarily know what they're going to look like. Well, I think, you know, they're building a program, and they're really pretty far along, right? I mean, they're a nationally ranked team. Um, so there's a lot of similarities. Uh, I know some of their coaches. You know, I know Coach Allen. Uh, he was down at South Florida when I was living in Tampa. 
really a respected coach, a very good uh, tactician, as well as, a, I think, a tremendous man. So you're talking about a program that's being run the right way. Uh, um, I do think that as a, as a, as a program, they're, they're really on track. And um, Bill Sheridan, who was my defensive coordinator at Tampa Bay, his son, Nick, is the offensive coordinator there. So um, there's definitely a connection there, and, and Bill's an excellent coach, and, and as is Nick. So I think, I think what Coach has done is put together a really good staff and has recruited very well and uh, now has a team that, you know, that's, that's a Big Ten football team that's uh, that to be reckoned with. So we really got our hands full, uh, that's, that's for sure. Take our next question from Patrick Mulrannan from the Press of Atlantic City. Hey, Coach, how are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you, Patrick? Fine, thank you. Uh, so my question is just, uh, one of, we have a lot of, like I talked to you before, a lot of little kids down in our area from all high schools that went to Rutgers right now. One, and Muhammad, who had a really big game, uh, you know, pass rush on Saturday. Um, I just want you to talk, can you please talk about him as a player and kind of his growth from last year, only playing in two games from this year and starting out pretty much having a, Dominic game on Saturday against Michigan State. Well, Mo Mo has uh, worked very hard, and um, he's in a, playing in a position where uh, he has an opportunity to rush the passer in, in our sub packages. And uh, right now, that's his first step. And and uh, he did he had he had some production uh, on Saturday. He needs to really continue to grow in that role, and then also in his linebacking role and for you know in base defense. But he's a very promising prospect for sure. Next question from Steve Politti, NJ.com. Hey, Greg, I've got a two-part Indiana question for you. I'm curious first, did you see the end of that game? And what did you think of, of Allen's decision to go for two there at the very end? And secondly, are there parallels between what he's building and what you have to build at Rutgers given the historical challenges in, in, this, in this conference for? Well, first part, I did see it. Uh, we had just landed. And uh, Brian Bordner was sitting behind me, or Brendan Bordner was sitting behind me, and he had it on his phone. So I was kind of hunched over the seat looking at it, and uh, and then and then I knew he was going to go for two. I, I I was excited for him. I said, "Come on, man!" Not that you know, I'm not rooting for anybody over anybody else, but uh, you know, I love watching those situations, right? And uh, when when they went for two, and then. And then uh, Penix, what a what an unbelievable effort to get that ball on the pylon. I mean, you're talking about uh, you know just a, a an unbelievable physical act to lay out and get that thing and keep his legs off the ground, which would have been out of bounds had they touched. I mean, it was really really good. So uh, big win for them for sure. Just to, the second part about the historical differences between the, I mean, the similarities between the program they've built and the one you're trying to build. Is, is there something uh, that you can see from what they've done at, at Indiana that could also apply to what you're doing at Rutgers? For sure. It's kind of weird. It's, it's, um, it's not only where we want to go, right, and that's be a nationally ranked program in the Big Ten Conference, but the way they did it is very similar to the way we did it last time. They recruited Florida very heavily. Tom has great connections uh, in the state of Florida. And if you look at, you know, you look at the quarterback and the receiver, uh, their number one receiver, um, Whoop, who's from Tampa, and so is Penix from Tampa. I re and I actually recruited Penix when I was at Ohio State, so I'm very familiar with him. Um, they have a lot of players on their roster from Florida, which is something that, that we kind of built our program on our first go-around. So 
Uh, I, have, I have observed what Coach Allen has done there before I got to Rutgers and have been very impressed. So, yeah, there, there's several similarities. Coach, we're going to take two more questions. The next question is from Len Robbins. Um, I heard you say before about, you know, you just keep chopping, but you're in a results oriented business. So what did these this win mean for you in terms of going forward, recruiting, how people perceive your program? What does it mean? What does it do? Well, we, Len, we are in a results oriented business and, and uh, certainly when you win, it helps all those areas. But I think the hardest challenge as a coach is to keep your entire program, right? Everyone from the head coach through the players, the assistant coaches, the, the support staff, to stay in a process mode. And that's really what CHOP is. It's you know staying focused on the process, whatever it might be. Yesterday it was a wrap-up meeting and then a Sunday practice. Uh, because the reality is when they're not with us, when you lose, you hear a lot of bad stuff. And when you win, you hear a lot of good stuff from the outside world. But when we have them, we have to make sure that we are focused on the process, and that's what CHOP is. And that's why we live by that. Because uh, as I tell them, the world will lie to you, both in the good times and the bad. And you need to just stay on the process, and that's what we do. And uh, that's what we're going to continue to do. That's what this program is built on. Final question to Mike Pavlichko. At SHI Stadium, obviously you talked about, you know, loved ones and family and all that kind of thing. What's that going to be like? Any distractions to worry about uh, with players, too, in that regard? Because now it's just them? Well, there's always distractions, Mike. Uh, there was distractions this weekend, right? First time playing in a, an environment with no fans or limited fans and, you know, uh, artificial noise. There's always going to be distractions in sport. The key, I think, is how do you limit the distractions and how do you keep your guys, your whole organization, focused on, on the task or on the process. And that's literally what, you know, in, in going back to Len's question, that's literally what CHOP is about. You know, and when you talk metaphorically about staying focused on the spot on the tree, because otherwise you're going to swing the ax really, really hard and it's going to do no, no good for you. You're either going to hit above it, you're going to hit below it, there's going to be a little chip of wood come out, and you really haven't made any progress, and you've wasted a lot of energy. And that's what we try not to do. Uh, you know, we're going to ask our, our whole organization to do certain things. And if we're going to, if we're going to expend the energy, energy necessary to do that, we want to be able to have it be beneficial to the, to the program. So that's really the process thinking. Some might think that's boring. I think that's the secret. You know, I really do. I think you have to be able to do that as an organization, not just the players, every single person in the organization. And uh, not that we don't enjoy it when we win. We do. We take our time to to celebrate and have fun but then you know the reality is another one's coming and right now it's uh it's uh, five days away and we got to get ready so appreciate your time guys and uh we'll talk again on thursday take care